Hi there, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Christopher Carter here on More Content Talk. Uh, that's the only show that cuts through all the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. So, um, Trump has been pretty much soundly defeated. I mean, he's been defeated about, I don't know, I don't know, we're going on about 187 times here, uh, and he'll probably be defeated again and again and again. And it's like I told people from the beginning, guys like Trump are not the problem. Uh, the problems are systemic. Uh, they're, they're deeply entrenched into the system. Um, so guys like Trump are far more an effect of the system. Uh, that can sound very complicated, but it's really not. Um, when you have institutions in place for, for people, you know, call them what you will, you may call them evil, you may call them psychopathic, you may call them sociopathic, all these fancy terms that people come up with, they, they really just mean people I don't like, people I don't agree with, people who are off-putting, and, and most likely off-putting to the vast majority of people. That's, that's what terms like that actually mean, if you, you set aside all the bullshit. So these are the outcasts, right? The, the people who take advantage of others. And there are not that many, um, supposedly. Who knows? The science on that may change. But that's, that's the theory we work with. Supposedly there are not many of these people. And it seems as if, you know, there's definitely, you know, a certain amount of people who have concentrated wealth uh, within their you know, um, particular community and, you know, you could call that perhaps a, a form of control. But are we, are we being brainwashed? Because I've seen a lot of that um, on social media. I've seen a lot of people using that term. I saw a tweet and it was a very popular tweet. Um, it had said, well, uh, at least we know now that the reason uh, Trump became president was because he brainwashed 71 million people. And it, was, it wasn't a joke. This, was, this person was being serious. And I've seen many, many uh, very intelligent people, uh, people who I think most people would consider quite bright, using the term brainwash. And I think to myself, do these people know what they're saying? Perhaps not, because, you know, I don't think many people know where the term brainwash comes from. Do you know where it comes from? Or is it just a word that you heard in your society and you, you decided, well, that, that seems like a bad thing, and so I'm going to label people that I consider to be bad with it. Because I'll be completely honest with you, that's what it seems like goes on in politics a lot. It, it's not so much that... And it's difficult to put it into words. Sure, you know, a side may have a good argument. And, and believe me, the left is absolutely right. Tr Trump is crazy. Yeah, he's doing all kinds of nutty stuff and doing all this horrible stuff. Absolutely right. I'm 100% with you. So don't come to me with this bullshit about like, oh, you're a Trump supporter because you don't fucking agree with me because I've been getting that shit online a lot and I'm sick and tired of it. And that's another form of what I'm talking about, right? Oh, well... You, you you don't agree with me, and so therefore you're bad. Don't be such a child. I'm trying to get the, at the crux of something here, so listen to what I'm saying, all right? So, yeah, you're right. He's a bad guy. But you want to blame everything on Trump? Really? You want to blame the pandemic solely on this one idiot? This is the greatest crime that has ever, one of the greatest crimes that has ever been committed. You're literally watching a genocide in live time. And you want to blame it on one dumbass? Think of the lunacy of that. I thought Trump was stupid. I thought that you and everyone online says everything. He's so, so stupid. He's so dumb. He's such an idiot. I can't, I can't stand him. And I'm with you and I'm there with him. I'm saying, absolutely, he's an idiot. And then the next thing you know, he's a fucking criminal mastermind. Now, 
How the fuck did that happen? And this is what I'm talking about. You can't have it both ways. Either he's a dumbass or he's a genius. You can't be a dumbass and a genius at the same time. I thought we were supposed to be reasonable people here. Now, I agree. He He's guilty of being negligent. Dumbasses are quite often negligent, quite frequently. Yeah, you know, you get a dumb idiot parent and they're drinking on the job basically, right? And your kid wanders out and gets hit by a car. Yeah, the parent, they were negligent, you know, and you could even say they're a murderer. And I would agree with you if you called Trump a murderer. However, I don't think he went into the presidency with the idea, right, of infecting everyone or, you know, like, let me just ruin everyone's life. I don't think that that is what motivates people. I think that people sincerely think to themselves one of two things. The first is, oh, I'm going to try to do as much good as I can. And then the second is perhaps I just don't care. And to make it more complicated than that, I think is a little ridiculous. And I'm going to explain to you why. I'm going to look at brainwashing in depth, and I'm going to tell you and show you, hopefully, that a lot of these terms are, in fact, ridiculous. So, I have a book here. It's uh, called Brainwash, and it's by Dominic Streetfield. It's quite a good read. I suggest it to anyone who uh, has the time. I know we all kind of have the time these days. I, I read this. Uh, it was part of my journey of realizing that conspiracy theories were fake. And not just the ones you don't like, but all conspiracy theories. And trust me, your life is full of conspiracy theories. They're everywhere. And we're going to get into why a little bit later, but for now, let's focus on brainwashing. So, this is from the chapter uh, Brain Warfare. The greatest brainwashing, and again, let me just say this is Dominic Streetfield. This is not me talking from, from uh, Brainwash. The greatest brainwashing evangelist, however, was the man who had invented the term, Edward Hunter. Hunter saw it as the mission of all free men to combat the sinister new communist weapon in which shadow takes form and form becomes shadow. In 1958, he was called to testify before the U.S. Committee on U.N. American Activities. We're one paragraph in, and there's already a shit ton of problems, in case you haven't noticed. You hear what, what I just said? 1958. Communist threat. Sound, starting to sound a little iffy, maybe? It gets worse. I'll continue on Streetfield's book. This is Edward Hunter speaking before Congress. The objective of communist warfare is to capture intact the minds of the people and their possessions so they can be put to use. This is the modern conception of slavery that puts all the others in the kindergarten age. Question from Senator. Is the United States part of this battlefield? Hunter. The United States is the main battlefield in this Red War. Now, if you call yourself a skeptic and, and alarm bells are not ringing in your head, I'm sorry, my friend, you got to go back to the drawing board. Did you even think to research where the term brainwash came from? Or did you just use it because you thought you could insult someone with it? communist threat it was just it it was a word 
that was used to describe the very fake communist threat that Mr. McCarthy and Mr. Cohen, good old Donald Trump's friend, came up with. There was no real communist threat. Have we forgotten? I'm going to continue reading in the book now. This is back to Streetfield. To the American public, the threat of brainwashing was not simply the risk of servicemen getting into trouble in wars or trials overseas. What the communists were doing threatened world freedom. If they could capture servicemen in Korea or cardinals in Hungary and subvert them, it wouldn't be long before free thought everywhere was jeopardized. And if that happened, it wouldn't be much longer before all Americans became potential enemies. Brainwashing shortly became a battle. Freedom versus slavery, liberty versus oppression. This is psychological warfare on a scale incalculably more immense than any militarist of the past has ever envisaged, Hunter told the committee. If we and the other free nations permit this to go on, and if the same thing is being done in, uh, in the other countries of the Soviet bloc, the price our children will have to pay makes the heart sick. As a, a plane flies overhead. But let that sink in for a second, right? This is a this is a guy who made up a word. It, it says it in the book. This is this is researched. I'm I'm holding the book in my hand reading from it. Look up Streetfield. Dominic Streetfield. So the guy is sitting before US Congress making shit up. Well, if we don't do something about it, you know, it's going to be a problem. Uh what what where is the science? He's just saying stuff, folks. He's just saying stuff. He's not he's not presented one lick of evidence, not one. It's all conjecture. And you're doing the same thing when you use that term. Now continue. And there are plenty of, uh, you know, experts around to confirm the lunacy, just like always, just like the COVID deniers, right? You starting to get the point of what I'm saying here? There's always a through point to history. Same shit happens over and over again. Here we go. Let's read. Psychiatrist Just Mirlo. Who knows if I said that right? Agreed. It is acknowledged that modern warfare has brought the challenge to the doorstep of every citizen and that the final front of the Cold War line is in every citizen's mind. Boo! Be afraid! Ooh. Are you listening to what this man is saying? Are you listening to that? He's saying the war is in your mind. The war is in your mind. They're coming to get you. Boo! And then, fast forward to today. Where do you think the conspiracy theories came from, folks? This is deeply rooted into American culture. So this guy is fear-mongering here. There's no evidence to any of this. But you're using the terminology in everyday life as if it's fact and you're calling yourself reasonable and you look ridiculous. I'm sorry, but someone had to say it. And this is why a lot of times people can just ignore you is because you don't know the true history of things and so you look ridiculous. There's no such thing as brainwashing. But I'll continue. I'm going to read much from this book because I'm not just going to read a page and say, okay, done. No, I have more proof than that. All right, let's keep going. All right, faced with such a threat, there was little doubt that someone needed to do some research into this phenomenon. In August 1954, the U.S. Secretary of Defense set up a special committee to see how Allied prisoners could be taught to resist communist indoctrination and brainwashing techniques in the future. The committee concluded that the United States and Britain were obliged to invest time and money in the study of what the Soviets were up to so that the threat could be neutralized. 
do you realize what I just read? Because it may be a little dry and a little stale, you know, the language. Think about it, though. They, the government, decided, the United States government said, you know what? I like this little, you know, spiel you got here, this little brainwash spiel. That's good. Let's throw some money at it. Just because this guy had a thought. He's got no proof. He has no evidence. He has no science whatsoever. It's all conjecture. And thus, the myth of brainwashing was born. Just because a guy had a bright idea and came up with a word. Because they couldn't explain why, in their minds, they said to says we don't understand why the communists are getting defectors. It doesn't make sense to us, to them. It did not make sense that communists... That, that Americans would defect to communism. That did not make sense to them. And so they invented a word and used it as an excuse. Well, they, these dirty Soviets, they must have brainwashing techniques. They must have super ninja minds that are able to uh, combat the, the mind of capitalism. It sounds stupid. Reality is often uncomforting. It, does, it, <laughs> it You can't honestly expect there to just be an answer, can you? Why? Uh, and, and ask yourself, why do you expect there to be a reason? Does there have to be one? Or is that just something you made up yourself? Let's continue to read in the book. Because I will tell you right now, when you use this term brainwash, you don't know what you're saying. So, let's check some of, some more of what Streetfield has to say out here. Uh, if we look at torture, uh, a lot of times people say, well, you know, physical torture can be, it can, it can lead you to say things, right? It can lead you to make admissions. And so obviously, like, this is a form of control, right? This is a form of mind control when you actually physically abuse someone. Even that gets iffy. And there's not a lot of scientific proof to that. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna again, I'm gonna go into uh, the book from Streetfield. But before I get to that, I'm gonna talk about um, some stories that some people have had. Okay, so it's hard to know, and this is from Streetfield again. It's hard to know whether to feel anger or sympathy towards people who write this kind of thing. What is immediately clear, however, is that we have unwittingly re-entered the world of repressed memory and satanic ritual abuse. A through-the-looking-glass wonderland where no evidence means lots of evidence, and the rules of logic run backwards. Stealing from John Mark's account where it suits them and discarding it where it doesn't, proponents of the theory argue that satanic ritual abuse emerged in Nazi Germany, where mind control techniques were honed to a high level before being brought to the United States as part of Operation Paperclip, the Allied program to round up useful scientists at the end of the war. Since then, they have been applied by a monstrous clique of depraved brainwashers, including police, doctors, politicians, judges, the FBI, the CIA, and NASA. Abusers hope one day to take over the world and run it, funding their operations with profits generated by pornography, illicit drugs, prostitution, and the arms trade. 
They communicate via hidden messages in pop songs, movies, books, newspapers, and greeting cards. And they keep their sordid activities hidden by controlling the minds of their victims. To give you a bit of context, this book was written, I believe, in the year 2004. Far before QAnon existed. This was back when they called it the Illuminati. Before that, it was known as the New World Order. You can go even further back and link the conspiracy to the Protocols of the Elder Zion during Nazi Germany. What is so interesting is that if you look at this book, you will see that it describes the QAnon conspiracy theory to a T. And there is no evidence for it. It is a flat-out lie. But it is very enticing. And you know what it does? It provides a person with an answer. Ah, now I get it. I understand why bad things happen now. It's because there's a powerful clique of super rich billionaires who sit in mansions all day and plot of ways to fuck with normal people like me. Now it makes sense. Now I understand why I didn't get the job. Now I understand why I'm not successful. Now I understand why uh, my wife doesn't love me anymore. Now I understand why, why you know, um, my, my brother doesn't want to talk to me as much as he used to. It's comforting, folks. Why do you worship God? Be honest. If you do. Why, if you don't worship God, why don't you worship God? I'll tell you. I'll, I'll give you the answer to both. Comfort. If, you, if, if the comfort is not there, you're not going to believe it because it's a waste of time. It, it, it's, not, it's not beneficial to you. I've spoken to theists, uh, you know, believers in God, and I've asked them, and, and they've said, you know what, yeah, you have a point. Maybe God doesn't exist, but I can't imagine life without it. It wouldn't be the same. It, I, I wouldn't have an answer. I wouldn't know what to do. Conspiracy theories become that for people. When you use term like brainwashing, you're, you're, you're looking at the same stuff and you're using the same terminology that conspiracy theorists use. You're incriminating yourself and you're making yourself look silly. No one brainwashed you. No one brainwashed the Republicans. That's their party. And in a, in a subsequent episode, I don't have time to do it tonight, but in a subsequent episode, I will read you the book by Jeff Charlotte. I will read excerpts from the book by Jeff Charlotte, The Family. And I will demonstrate to you how the Republican Party has been that way for decades. And you just chose to ignore it for whatever reason. And I'll tell you the reason. It's because it's not comforting. You told yourself the liberal lie. You told yourself everything was fine and you didn't have to care, right? That's a fairy tale just like uh, fluoride causing your pineal gland to, you know, turn into sushi or whatever the fuck those like, assholes are thinking today. It's both nuts. Things were never okay. It's a crazy world. Weird shit happens. That is almost unacceptable to some people. There always must be an answer, and this is where these theories come from. Wind is picking up, so I'll continue. I might be making this up, but I'm not. Colin Ross, a psychiatrist from Texas and one of the first proponents of the brainwash abuse theory, has treated numerous patients whom he has diagnosed as suffering from, and I have no idea what this fucking word means, it's another fucking made up word folks, iatrogenic 
disassociative identity disorders, split personality created deliberately by a doctor, many of whom believe that they were sold to the military or the CIA when they were young and were programmed to be assassins or slaves. It's basically one or two pathways, he says. Either the father was in the military, had a lot of military friends, lived near a military base, or was a military contractor. And they ended up going to some sort of special uh, classes or special trip to the base. There's some sort of financial transaction or bribery or pressure or something like that between the father and the military. Do you have any idea how nonsensical this is? This man gets paid to treat people with a fake disease that they do not have. This is a man who uses the term brainwashing. There is no such thing as brainwashing. I will continue. Since the heyday of the satanic abuse CIA brainwashing theories in the late 1980s, it happened before, folks. QAnon. Hey, QAnoners. It happened in the 80s. There's, there's nothing new in any of this. It's so predictable. I get bored. Make it more difficult for me. Do something different. I don't want to have the world figured out so easily. I want you to challenge me. There's not much. Here's the thing. You want comfort? You want meaning? People are predictable. They get erratic. They get upset. And they make shit up. Because it makes them feel good. It's just a fact. Since the heyday of the satanic abuse, CIA brainwashing theories in the late 1980s, Ross has toned down his approach. <laughs> so he used to be all in on this stuff and then he pulled back. Why? I thought he was right. At one point, he likened people who denied the existence of such cults to those who deny the Holocaust. Uh-oh. That's a very common thing that conservatives do. A, oh, you don't believe my crazy crackpot theory about abortion being murder? You are a Holocaust denier. <laughs> why does everyone do why, why? Why can I find so many commonalities here? And why isn't anyone in the news talking about this? Why is it me? It's a good question. Maybe, maybe because I have epilepsy. I don't know. All right. So to continue. There's still something in it, he says. If I had like a billion dollars, this is, <laughs> he quoted, this is a scholar. If I had like a billion dollars, if I had like a billion dollars, he told me, and I created like a little detective intelligence agency of my own, I don't think it would be hard to find evidence of obviously organized sex trafficking, organized pornography, and some sort of connection with some sort of cult activity and with government mind control. There are so many problems with this theory that it's hard to know where to start. The jaw-dropping implausibility of the plot might be a good place, or the lack of physical evidence, but it's worth noting one key fact. Colin Ross and other believers argue that the surviving MK Ultra documents point to the fact that the CIA's brainwashing programs were a success. In fact, the evidence all points the other way. Brainwashing didn't work. Outside the recovered memories of survivors, there is not a shred of evidence to indicate that the agency ever succeeded in creating a Manchurian candidate. John Gittinger, one of the leading MK Ultra men, admitted as much in front of a Senate Select Committee in August 1977. By 1961-1962, he told Senator Richard Schweiker, it was at least proved to my satisfaction that brainwashing, so-called, as some kind of an esoteric device where drugs or mind-altering kinds of conditions and so forth were used did not exist. 
the movie of the Manchurian Candidate, he said, really set us back a long time because it made something impossible look plausible. Of course, Gittinger might have been lying, but the fact that several CIA interrogators, including him, were unable to work out whether Yuri Nisenko was telling the truth after three and a half years of interrogation in the early 1960s should persuade most that the techniques they were seeking either never existed or remained elusive. The MK Ultra boys had taken a wrong turn. It didn't work. They gave it a shot. You're absolutely right. The CIA tried to brainwash people and they failed. They, they didn't figure it out. They looked into it and there was nothing there. It was, a, it was a big waste of fucking money. That's what that guy just said. He said, you know, and he said it in a very eloquent way to, so that, you know, people didn't know that that's what he was saying. But he was essentially saying this was a big fucking waste of time. I wish we never did it. You can't brainwash people. It's made up. It's just made up, and it's an excuse that you're giving yourself to explain the world because you you don't like the fact that they're a racist and that they don't care, or maybe not even just racist, maybe just people who just don't give a shit. Like, why should I give a shit about black people? I'm sure there are plenty of white people who think this way, and I know you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, that's so awful. They don't see it that way. And it's like I said to someone, um, you know, earlier today, don't try to over over examine and, and over analyze the United States of America, because if you want to know the United States of America, go back to the Civil War. There is a huge disagreement over what slavery. But why? Because of the Bible, because of scripture. There was people there were people like John Brown who said slavery was wrong. And he said it was wrong, not because just because he didn't like it. No, he said that biblically it was wrong. And he said that, yeah, because of the, his interpretation of the Bible, but also because, you know, if you look into John Brown, he believed he was inspired by God. Just as much as Robert E. Lee and the South believed they were inspired by God. The same God, by the way. So you have a more secular version of this, uh, this God that exists in people's minds, and you have a, a more uh, fundamental version that seems to exist in people's minds. And they are constantly fighting with these ideologies, are constantly fighting with each other all the time. And it can be about homosexuality. It can be about gender identity. It doesn't matter. There are people in the world who can be and have religious faith and they're perfectly fine with changing they don't they don't care it's it's okay we can do it yeah i know a lot of uh people who say that they're spiritual people or agnostic who are like that say oh i see i i didn't know that you like to be called this certain thing i'll call you that and try to understand those people exist i know you don't have to tell me that i'm not talking about them they they're, they're so irrelevant because they they have no effect on the conversation they just they're nice so it doesn't matter but far more people exist who are so married to their doctrine that they will kill for it. And that's exactly what happened during the Civil War. They went to war. They killed each other over it. And you, you're you shocked because there's Nazis in the United States? Don't be such a child. Don't act like the people were brainwashed. They weren't. You're living next door to, uh, you know, the, the, the racists. The, 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 they live next to you. They're all around all around everywhere and I'm not saying you have to go looking for them I'm just saying open your eyes a little bit there were people from the north who went to the south they leave that part out a lot there would be there are actually people from the north who defected to the south assholes but still they did as I said, there there were people who would defect to Stalin's Russia. Stalin was a murderer. We all know that. <laughs> you know, no no one no one denies that who's in their right mind. I mean, I guess maybe like you know, people who don't know Stalin, but you know, like, if you know anything about Stalin, you know he's ruthless. But there were still people who defected to communist Russia because they believed in it. Belief and reason are not the same thing. 
You don't have to be brainwashed. You, you just believe something. Right? Why, why is that difficult to admit? I don't know. I digress. Continue with Streetfield's book here. One can't help but wonder whether we haven't finally wandered into the true domain of brainwashing. The arena of the genuinely mentally unwell. A number of psychological problems produce paranoia, and it is not uncommon for schizophrenics to believe that people are maliciously interfering with their thoughts. A survivors group at mindcontrolforums.com contains telling contributions from MKUltra victims who hear voices, experience headaches, can't sleep, or feel strange. The accounts make heart-rendering reading. According to David, his symptoms are caused by an elaborate system of computer-controlled bio-implants along many of the nerves of my brain. He's not alone. A number of contributors complain of implants, either in their brains or teeth. Johan receives messages from the U.S. military. It's a voice I am feeling inside my head, he writes, telling me to jump in front of a lorry or go and kill myself. J.D. also hears voices. When his family had him committed for treatment, he pretended to accept his psychiatrist's diagnosis to get himself discharged. Now, I have been labeled schizophrenic, he writes, but I know that I do not have schizophrenia, that I have full body and mind implants, but no one believes me. Wrap your head around that. This is, that's a human being like you. They, they think that there are implants inside of them, and it's a lot of different people, and they're from different countries all around the world. You, you have not begun to understand the problem. You think it's a fringe movement? <laughs> Surely you jest. Come now. There, there are no fringe movements in democracies. <laughs> That's not how it works. You need a lot of people to make a dent. You, you see the progressives. God bless them. You know? <laughs> I love progressive. They, they got fighting spirit. They don't got enough people. That That's the long and the short of it. You know, it, the progressive became a dirty word somewhere along the line. I don't I don't think it's dirty. If I, you know, I, I'm fine with being called a progressive or justice Democrat, whatever the fuck you want to call me. I don't care. But the, the reality is that, you know, for whatever reason, people are terrified of socialism in the United States. A lot of it, I think, actually has to do with what I'm reading here. A lot of it goes back to you know, the the so-called threat of communism that, that didn't exist, that was made up, right? Anyway, uh, let's move on. Of course, the fact that brainwashing was coined out of fiction from the Cold War does not mean there is nothing in it at all. And see, this is the point. As researchers such as Robert J. Lipton, Edgar Sheen, and Margaret Singer have shown... There are techniques that can be used to assault the brain, to try forcibly to coerce people into reversing their beliefs. This is a big difference between brainwashing. Many of these techniques were indeed used in Korea and are still applied to some extent by religious organizations today. Removing someone from their social milieu for example, is a good way to reduce access to potentially damaging criticism. Depriving them of sleep and proper food will break down their resistance. Inducing fear, subservience, imposing a closed or private language, teaching them techniques to combat doubt, and keeping them busy help, as does playing on their guilt feelings. In the end, though, even when applied together, there is no surefire way of forcing people to reverse their beliefs. Admittedly, we would do well to beware of such techniques and keep our wits about us. But the same advice might be offered regarding advertising, television, political spin, and everything you read, including this. There is no magical scientific brainwash. 
people are rational, says Richard Ofish, who still testifies in court on religious indoctrination and mind control techniques. They have the capabilities to make choices, but that doesn't mean you can't manipulate them and exploit the hell out of them. Brainwashing, the popular notion of it, I don't think it exists. There's no permanent change. An individual's capacity is not changed. They don't lose their will. They make bad decisions because they find themselves in situations that are built to get them to make those decisions. Brainwashing, a comforting bedtime story that made us all feel better, should have outlived its usefulness years ago. Such was the mispotency, however, that it didn't. When we were scared or unsure, we called it up again to explain away the things that made us nervous. In the 1950s and 1960s, it was Russians. In the 1970s, it was new religious movements and advertising agencies. In the 1980s, it was heavy metal music. Like Batman, brainwashing came to save us. It's not your fault, it told us. There's nothing you could have done. You're not responsible. You're just a victim. Of course, this was exactly what we wanted to hear, which was why we called it up so often. It was a cultural manifestation of the time, says Robert J. Lifton, and we're not through with it by any means. Today, once again, brainwashing has been dusted down and given a new coat of paint. This time, the threat is a heady combination of terrorism and religion. Why would anyone want to bomb the World Trade Center? How could these people do this to us? Is it the virgins in the rivers of wine? There must be a reason. There is, of course. There are lots of reasons. But none of them is brainwashing. But then, I would say that, wouldn't I? I'm working for the CIA. So is my publisher. We all are. It's a... Nice little joke to end the book on, I think. That's how the book ends. Brainwashing doesn't exist. Take Alice in Wonderland. Through the looking glass. What happens when you go through the looking glass? You see yourself. Take a look. Open open your eyes. Look around. That's you. You chose to ignore a problem that existed. Many problems, many for many reasons, and and you're not wrong for doing it. it, it look. No one's blaming you, buddy. It's not your fault. I didn't say that. But don't blame other people. Don't don't say, oh well, it's 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 the television, it's the this, it's the that, it's the no. There's there's so many reasons for that things happen. So many. And you you don't realize half of them. And and I would say arguably more. And this is the problem that we have. You know, it's interesting. Um the way the book uh, ends, I'll summarize it because I'm running short on time. It's uh, sort of an epilogue, and, and what Streetfield does is he does a very interesting thing where he goes around um, saying, well, you know, it, it seems that at least this like physical abuse thing does something, right? You know, torture techniques. It seems like that it does something. Um, so we're going to see, okay, why are people using it? Why aren't they using it? And they, what he did is this very interesting thing. He went to several different intelligence organizations. And he asked them, okay, now why do you do this? And the first person he went to said, well, you know, we don't do it at all because um, if you torture a person, they're just going to give you um, faulty information. And so Streetfield said, okay, good. 
And then he went to the next person. They said, oh, yes, well, we do it in only certain circumstances because there are certain circumstances that it works and certain other circumstances it doesn't work. And so said, okay. And he went to the third person. He said, oh, yeah, no, uh, there's no scientific evidence that such a thing could work. Um, and so we don't do it because, in fact, what, what, what we found is that it will give us uh, false information if we torture people. That's what our studies have shown, that the more we torture people, the more false information we get. So Streetfield says, okay, and he goes to the fourth person, and he asks, okay, why do you torture people? He says, I only, and this, this was the most interesting, I only, uh, you know, I only torture people when they don't have faith, when they don't believe in something. And this is an intelligence person. And Streetfield said, why? Why do you target uh, the people who don't believe in things? He said, because only people with faith can, can withstand um, uh, torture. Their faith makes them immune to torture. That's four different interrogators, four different answers. No through point. No magic bullet. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. That is torture. That's, you know, those horrible things in the movies where you see water burning, pulling fingers out, all that stuff. Sometimes when they tortured uh, the terrorist uh, suspects, they got great information and it, it, and it led to um, saving lives. Sometimes they tortured people and it led to absolute bullshit. If you can't even physically torture someone to tell you the truth, how can you control their mind to tell you the truth? You don't know you have their mind controlled. Do you ever think of that? If you're the mind controller and you think you have people controlled, how do you know they're not just going along because they feel good? How many times have you watched those church uh clips where people are jumping up and down, talking in tongues, falling all over the place, doing this and that? They're faking. They're faking. It's fake. And you know what? They don't care. Because in their minds, it's real. They, they've convinced themselves it's real. It's the same shit when you get into brainwashing. There are people in the world who don't agree with you. There are many people in the world who disagree with you. They don't think that it would be good for everyone to have health care. They don't think that. They, they want people to die. Yeah. I know it sounds awful. I know. Dig this. I went to work every day. I was a good boy. I went to work every day. Had very, very severe epilepsy. Really, honestly, and I know I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I could have died, but I went, and I went, and I went, and I went. And I would tell people, you know, I'm very sick. I'm very ill. I'm very sick. I'm very ill. I come here every day. I'm very sick. I'm very ill. No one cared. Not enough to do anything about it. You know, the, the nicest thing, this one, one person, very sweet man I know, um, he'll, he'll know when I say it if he ever listens to it. So I won't use the name because he wouldn't want his name to be used. Uh, I had talked to him about a special diet I was on and he went and, um, for Christmas uh, one year. He went and bought me a present. And it was one of the nicest things I had ever gotten because he went and he um, he bought me a, a bottle of uh, keto syrup. It's this no sugar syrup. I can't have sugar because of my diet. It helps uh, keep my seizures at bay. And... Um, that was the nicest thing I had received from from anyone in years. Think of that, a bottle of syrup. Think of it. Now, I know I know you're thinking the story is nice. Yes. But but it's a sad story too because that was the only care that I got. And do you know that the the, the man who gave that to me is not a, is not a wealthy man. Think of that. No one helped. You know, in retrospect, if in, in 50 years down the line, if I wrote a book about that and it was very heart-wrenching and it had the right language and, and it really sold and, you know, I was able to find a publisher to publish it, do, do you know people would be so disgusted by, by, by you people for doing that to me? 
They say, my God, why didn't anyone help that man? How, how dare they not vote for, for the proper things and, and not make it so that man didn't have to suffer? That's awful. Why did they do that? Here's the thing. I know you didn't do anything. It's just your nature. You don't care about everyone you meet, and it's okay. But don't go acting like you're that much different than than the people who are more honest about it. That's my only point. How do we combat Trumpism? It's not Trumpism. Realize that it's not Trumpism. Realize that it's just human arrogance and carelessness, and you win. That's how you win. That's how you beat whatever you're trying to beat. Evil, Satan, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, immorality. Realize that you're constantly searching for meaning, even when it's not there. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to more content talk tonight. Uh, it's getting very uh, cold and rainy out here, so I got to go in. Um, if you want to sponsor us, please feel free to do so. We would appreciate it. We would love to keep bringing you episodes. I would love to not have to go back to work. I would love to <laughs> not die of COVID and just stay here and do this. So, you know, I, I appreciate talking to you guys. I appreciate help you can give me. Uh, you can also donate on our Patreon. Um, visit our website, morecontentplease.com. Uh, check us out on Instagram, more content, please. Uh, YouTube, more content, please. MCP. Um, as always, uh, feel free to check us out at Anchor, Spotify. And um, also uh, follow us on Twitter, um, uh, more uh, underscore content PLS. Hilarious Twitter, I must say. I have a lot of fun on Twitter playing around with people and their perceptions and just joking and you know people get upset with me but it's all in good fun i promise i love people it's not mean um you can find me on pinterest if you're interested in some of my recipe videos i i have so much stuff going on it's ridiculous um well thank you so much everyone um i really hope that this information helps you uh and i i enjoy talking to you have a wonderful evening and a wonderful holiday season Good night.